Hey, 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 y'all. You already know what it is. It's your girl, Jazlyn Harris, and you are now tuned into the Moves You Heard podcast. If you are a loyal listener, go ahead and stand up, okay? I know I can't see y'all, but like, I'm so happy to see (laughs) y'all. And shout out to the new listeners out there. Thank you so much for joining us. You are in for a treat. This is a safe space and a community meant to inspire you all to keep on moving towards your purpose. If you want to join the family officially, make sure that you like, follow, and subscribe to us on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. I want to get right back on into these interviews. And I want to go ahead and say that I am just so blessed to sit down and have some time to share these stories of these amazing people out here in the community. I'm hoping that it gives you an opportunity to feel encouraged and feel inspired to keep on moving in what you're doing and what magic that you're bringing to the world. So our special guest for today is Miss Najma Shai. She is an actress, a model, a fitness coach, and a motivational speaker, y'all. And to top it off, she is beautiful on the inside and out. Najma Shai, known to many as Coach Star, is a dynamic individual who is fueled by purpose and passion. From the tender age of three, her mom placed her in dance classes after seeing how she just couldn't stop dancing. Her love of dance, coupled with her gift of motivational speaking, eventually helped her birth her unique and empowering approach to fitness, sexy work fitness. During this experience, women find themselves not only getting a high energy and exciting cardio workout, but also connecting with themselves and their fellow sisters in ways we don't typically see in group fitness experiences. Coach Star, who once shied away from embracing the full spectrum of her emotions, now realizes that her passion is her power and is intentional about embarking on endeavors that allow her to shine as her authentic self. Let's learn more about the journey that led her to her purpose. Everybody, Miss Najma Shai. Hey y'all, what's up? It's your girl Jazlyn Harris. I'm your host of the Moves You Heard podcast and we are back with another one for you today. It is officially Black History Month and I'm sitting here with some black girl excellence. Welcome to my show, Miss Najma Shai. Hi everyone. It's a <laughs> pleasure to be here. I'm very excited. Yes, I'm so excited to have her here as well. She is a good friend of mine and she's just an overall amazing inspiration out here in the community. Aww. Yes, and I'm not lying you guys so i'm just extremely blessed to have the opportunity to shed some light on her story and what she's doing in the community but as you know we start off every podcast with the moves you motivate message for the day so i'm going to give miss najma one of our moves you motivate messages and what she's going to do is give us her take on what that means to her so today's moves you motivate message is what do you value about yourself what makes you you and what do you love about yourself is there a difference? Is a good question. Hmm. Is there a difference? Value, what makes me me, and what do I love about myself? Yes. For me, it's one and the same. I think the things that I value about myself, I also love about myself, and there are also things that make me different. Um, and a lot of those things are things that I had to learn to love. Like I didn't always love certain aspects of myself. But when mm-hmm. you find ways to make it work for you, mm-hmm. you can't help but love it. I love that. And it really is a whole learning process because yes. you go through life figuring out your flaws. Yes. And then you have this whole chapter of not liking yourself because of those flaws mm-hmm. or hiding parts of yourself because you think others don't like those parts of yourself. And that's something that I really do idolize in you as far as being unapologetic with who you are, no matter who sees it. And it and it just, it emits this big light like, okay, 
she is just walking with that and it don't matter who don't like it like it just doesn't matter and and I think that that's something that everybody needs to have but it's something that doesn't happen overnight it definitely takes time it takes grace it takes forgiveness um so that's that's truly the goal for everyone and I appreciate that and that's something I think everybody needs to hear thank you and yet ultimately it's a choice I'm no different from anyone else in the sense of like being able to choose to love yourself it's a choice and it just got to a point where I was like I'd rather be uncomfortable and out there than muting myself, making myself small and being miserable. Like that feeling, knowing that you're not living up to who you could be is so, ooh, I don't wish that on anybody. Yeah. So just make, be big, be messy, make those mistakes, but love yourself unapologetically. Because at the end of the day, even when you make those mistakes in loving yourself, you're still going to be happy with yourself because you were bold enough to to love yourself unapologetically. So take that step. It's a choice. Yes, it's scary, but it's worth it. Amen to that. Amen yes. to that. Because look, just by having that kind of attitude about it, that inspires the other person on this camera that might have not had that courage to have that courage. So if you're somebody like that, as soon as you start admitting that, you're going to inspire the next person. So let's just spread that love and value, y'all. Well, thank you for that. That was great. We thank could go you. into that all day. No, I really seriously. That. <laughs> That's a whole episode of this stuff. Yes. <laughs> So we're a little comfortable today. You see, I got some wine. Naj got some wine too. We're over here getting cheers. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, So get comfortable with us. If you don't have a uh, glass of wine, go ahead and grab it yourself because we're getting comfortable today. We learned all about Miss Naj Mashad. So I just want to go ahead and say that I think it's pretty funny your last name is Shy because... Honestly, I don't get nothing shy about her. Now, that could be a part of her. I just don't know. But if you really get a chance to see her, she is not shy out here in these streets. Um, But yeah, let's get to know a little bit more about Miss Najma Shy. Okay. So who are you? Where are you from? (laughs) You know, that's a big question. That's like that's an easy question question. sometimes. But it's a big question as well. So like, where are you from? Like, tell, tell me, who are you? Got you. So... I am from New Jersey, Newark, New Jersey, Brick City in it. Okay, <laughs> okay. Um, my Jersey people out there, yes, I've been in Atlanta for, I came in 2015. So what's that now? Like nine years? Just about. Yeah. Nine years. I've mm-hmm. um, been here for nine years. Um, always been the kind of person who loved home, loved fam- family, but never had this huge attachment in the way that some other people do. Like some people are like, oh, I got to live up the street from my mama all the time. Or I got right. I can't leave my hometown. I've never been that kind of person. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to go on the sleepovers and the going away trips. And even high school, I went away to boarding school oh, wow. in Massachusetts. Yes, by choice. It was not a punishment. That's crazy. It was by choice. <laughs> so I left home at, what was that, 15 years old mm-hmm. and was happy with that decision. So I guess that tells you a little bit about my spirit, just wanting to venture out and spread my wings. Mm. Um, I guess I've always been that kind of person. As far as the shy comment in my last name, I think I was a little shy growing up. Okay. And I think that feeling I was talking about before of feeling myself shrinking myself, mm. I could feel it. And it was miserable because it's like, great bigger than that. You you have something to say and something that's valuable. And yes, you have flaws, but that does not mean you have to hide. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was doing a lot of like hiding um so all that to say i have spread my wings uh figuratively and literally with moving to another state another city and just built a strong foundation here in atlanta that i'm really happy with um but to go back to your question who am i i am a passionate woman an emotional woman an unapologetically feeling and sensitive woman who has finally found 
her purpose, I think. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Amen. <laughs> I love yeah. I love that. So when it comes to you understanding that you were hiding, mm-hmm. sometimes it's a moment for someone. Do you have like a concrete moment where you knew you was like, I'm in a box right now and that's not me? Like, do you have that concrete moment that you remember making that decision to come out? Or did it just happen over time? Like you were tired of like feeling kind of empty. Got you. So I will say the process of loving yourself is a process. It's not like one day I just woke up and I'm like, ah. Mm-hmm. Right. I wish it was like that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No, it wasn't like that. It was a process of like doing something and it's like, oh, that was kind of embarrassing. Trying something else. Oh, maybe I should do that differently. I have memories of wanting to break out of the box I put myself in, even in middle school, Mm -hmm. just going for it, doing a talent show or um, I was real bold with that. But like, you know, putting myself out there for a talent show. Mm -hmm. I couldn't sing, but you couldn't tell me that, you know, just trying to shine my light in different ways, regardless of the fear that I felt. So to get back to your question, it wasn't one singular moment, but I Mm -hmm. do have many moments where I found myself pushing past the fear because I knew how it felt to not go for things and to not put myself out there. Did that answer your question? Yeah. So I heard you say something about you were putting yourself in a box and you realized you didn't want to keep putting yourself in that box. What was that box? The box was... And who told you about that box? Who told me about the box? I think myself... I don't have memories of like being judged. I grew up in a very affirming household. So it's wonderful. You're beautiful. You're black and you're beautiful. Emphasis on the black and Mm -hmm. beautiful. You know, I grew up with my locks. I grew up with only black dolls, black figurines, you know, like everything black, blackity black. Happy Black History Month, y'all. Everything black. So I grew up in a very affirming environment. So I think it came from going into, oh, this is actually very powerful, going into the world and seeing that the world didn't necessarily love blackness the same way I did. So it was like, ooh, something's wrong with me. Mm-hmm. Um, my locks, I, I was taught they're beautiful, but the girls at school with the straight hair, they're mm-hmm. getting the attention. Mm-hmm. And the girls with the with the light skin, they're getting the attention. Oh, yeah. And the people who are not so Afrocentric and don't have the fathers with the big Rastafarian crowns, that that's the norm. Mm-hmm. So just see, go, going into the world and feeling like I was abnormal. I just felt abnormal. Got I was like, something's you. wrong with me. Gotcha. Yeah. So I think that that was the box. That's a that's a good point. And and I appreciate that you said that you came from a very affirming and loving home. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people hear that. And it is unfortunate that a lot of people don't get the opportunity to come from that type of love. Yeah. Um, I was definitely blessed to come from that type of love as well. Um, but thinking on that too, I think for me, I actually put myself in a small box despite the loving family that I've had Mm -hmm. because I would see my mom and I really idolized her because of how unapologetic that she was growing up like she was always tough she was always not afraid to say how she felt Mm -hmm. stand up for herself and all those good things right and I would kind of compare myself to her so I think I put myself in a box instead of being inspired to embody the same i think it was me experiencing my difference Mm -hmm. that kind of made me intimidated by who she was versus who i was because i felt like i'm supposed to be like her but i don't Mm -hmm. feel like i'm like her you know interesting yeah i know and honestly i feel like i've thought these thoughts before yeah but just hearing you say it is what made it made me click about that i love my mom and i love how she is but i remember being like i'm not brave like her you know what I'm saying and Mm -hmm. and that's kind of tough like I think 
the whole comparison thing I know I've struggled with, but it's it's very difficult. It and you brought up the skin, like your blackness. I remember I I was the dark skin friend. Mm. A lot of my close friends growing up from middle school all the way through college were light skinned. And I was always the one next to them when they had every guy that wanted to talk Mm -hmm. to them. Now, I did know that I was beautiful. I did feel that I was beautiful. But I kind of got used to being just the friend. Like, them getting the intention type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I remember in school, like, talking about our crowns. Like, I had a lot of hair growing up. Mm. And people don't think that is real you know what i'm saying they see us with a lot of hair they're like "Uh uh-uh that ain't that ain't right yeah even in high school and i talked about this on the lady circle y'all stay tuned for the lady circle but i talked about this because i had a question about your hair like do you love your hair Mm -hmm. and i told them that i was like a freshman in high school and i had my hair straight and this other black girl didn't believe it was my hair so much so she asked to come up to me with a comb to look for the tracks and part my hair Yes. Did you let her? I did. Girl! I did. Because I, I think my mentality was just like, it <sighs> sucks. Yeah. But I'm going to prove to you why you shouldn't be trying to make me look like how you're trying to make me look. Because she was saying right. that in front of the whole class, like that time. And I was like, you know, girl, go ahead, part my hair real quick. Do what you got to do. What you going to find exactly. is scalp. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it, it's it's crazy how you how you think back to those times and see what kind of changes your way of thinking For sure. despite the household you came from yes yes yeah but I, I really commend you for being that strong and being that strong in your mindset to come out of it yourself even though it wasn't something that kind of was placed on you necessarily I know the world outside may might have a, had something to do with it mm-hmm. um but you took yourself out you didn't let that influence you as much as I know a lot of people can right that's um, beautiful Thank you. I don't want to take too much credit. I don't want to take too much credit. Just but why? Because it's, it's been just... a long process mm-hmm. and it's an ongoing process. So I don't want to sit here and be like, yeah, I'm on the other side, y'all. Like, I never yeah. No, like there are things that can like, re-trigger a doubt or, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? A, a resurface of fear that I thought I'd gotten over. So it's an ongoing process. So I definitely want to give myself kudos for Yes embarking on that journey but it's Mm -hmm. lifelong i think absolutely Mm -hmm. but it but it is you that is yeah is the one that's bringing you out of it you know yes you and your higher power me and god baby god all day every day (laughs) okay all right so before we get deep deep because i could just talk about this with her all day not for real i love how this is flowing yes we gotta be flowing um so i want to know about what you do on the day to day i know that you're a model and you're an actress so tell us a little bit about that and i know you dabble in some dance yes so let's talk about acting what what got you into acting what got me into acting? Mm-hmm. I will say God because <laughs> when I came to Atlanta, I had no intentions of modeling, um, no intentions of acting. Okay, it was literally one day, and I think it was a day where I was going through it. I just wasn't feeling good about myself, mm-hmm. about much of anything. I literally threw on a skirt, threw on a little crop top, and I was just walking in little five points. Okay, no makeup, hair throwing in a messy bun, just walking. Mm-hmm. And this videographer, shout out to Sammy, uh, he was not a videographer, a photographer. Uh, he was like, Miss. I was like, Who's this man talking to me? Like, Miss. I was like, What the? You know, you gotta watch me? out to the man Is in that Atlanta. A I was, I was, I was like, and then he called me again. I was like, All right, let me turn around. 
And I went up to him. He was like, do you model? I was like, no. And imagine the, like receiving that question yeah. in that state I was in. I was like, model? Are you trying like to, me? are you yeah. joking? Like, yeah. what are you talking about? I was like, no. Mm-hmm. He's like, you should, you should consider it. He's like, can I snap a couple photos of you? Cause he snaps pictures in little five mm-hmm. points often. At least he did back then. Okay. So he snapped a couple photos, showed it to me. And I was like, wait a second. I look good. That's me. Hello. <laughs> I love that. Hold on. So from there, we just started shooting consistently. Okay. And it's always been such a professional. So you still shoot friendship. with Sammy? Um, no, I gotta, re- I gotta, uh, tap back in with him because he, he gave me my start. That's awesome. He gave me my start. And that's, see this Sammy. Yeah. Hit your girl up. Shout out to Sammy. I'm going to text him. <laughs> okay. Um, and then that snowballed into me getting paid gigs and then eventually snowballed into people asking if I act. And then it just kind of oh, unraveled organically. That's amazing. I didn't like try to pursue it really. Really? Did you take yeah. any acting classes? I did. So okay. after that was brought to the table, I'm like, if I'm going to act, I'm going to do it right. Got to do it right. So yes, I've taken a number of different classes. That's awesome. In Atlanta, yeah. You know what? I might feel like I need to just get back into acting as like a hobby to like get in class just to do it. Yes. I only did acting in high school and I only did acting in high school so that I could become a dance major. <laughs> Wait, you had to do acting to become a dance so major? So for, for my magnet program, you could only become a dance major if you were on point in ballet. Okay. And back then I was literally starting from scratch. Like I had only had hip hop training. Gotcha. So I had to do ballet outside of school uh-huh. to train my way up into the point shoe. Okay. So while I was doing that, I still had to audition for the program. Yeah. So because I couldn't do dance, I said, let me be a drama major for a little bit and then okay. work my way up into the ballet shoe. Gotcha. Then re-audition and be a dance Oh, major. wow. So that's how I ended up being a dance major okay. in high school. Did yeah. you love it while you did it? The acting? Yeah. Acting was fun. It was uncomfortable a little bit because I'm not, I wasn't the type to really like speak in front of people. Mm-hmm. Like I never really did that. That's why this is funny. That's why this, <laughs> that's why this, I told them on an episode, like this, literally like what you said with modeling, yeah. like the speaking and stuff, that was God because dancers don't speak, mm-hmm. you know? So it was uncomfortable for me and like all the exercises that we used to have to do as far as like eye contact yes. and movement yes. um, on stage and things like that. It was different for me, but I embraced it because it was, it was different. Yeah. So I, I probably should that You should. Yeah. You know what? Let me know if you Maybe need some. Let me add um, another hobby to my list. Some loop. recommendations. Let me know. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for that. Did I answer that question? You did. <laughs> I think you did. Um, okay. So your modeling led you into acting. Yes, it did. Yes. That's that's crazy. It so did. so the way you were kind of like in disbelief that this person thought that you could be a model. Mm-hmm. Did you feel that way about acting by the time it came across your table, or did you just embrace it the same way you were? Brace modeling. I think I had more faith in myself being an actress than a model hmm. because as shy, I hate that word because mm-hmm. it's my last name. <laughs> you know, the first question people ask trying to be funny, oh, you're shy? Like, mo, yeah, yeah. Uh, get creative. <laughs> uh, but as shy as I was growing up, I always liked speaking. Like, Ooh. I was like, I was that kid who was like, ooh, let me read the passage, teacher. Like, I, I liked. Oh, okay. This sounds crazy, but like my voice and I just liked speaking in front of people. Yeah. Um, even when it made me nervous. So acting was like, okay, that seems like it's naturally up my alley. Mm-hmm. Um, more so than I would ever say modeling was. Mm-hmm. So I think that felt like a more organic transition. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so when it came to acting and things like that, did you have to practice like your slates and auditions? Like how would auditions go? Have mm-hmm. you have you have you really auditioned or is it more so things kind of came to you and you didn't really have to audition 
both. So okay. yes, I've auditioned. I've done self-tape auditions. I've done in-person auditions, which maybe I'm kind of old school because I kind of prefer like just I'd rather have a panel of yeah. people watching me audition on the spot. See, that's correct. Than like set up a camera. And yeah. <laughs> I just, I, I guess I'm old school. No, but I, I feel like I get that because it forces you to really, really be in the moment. The adrenaline is in me and it just, mm-hmm. I just have to perform. I have no choice but kinda to perform. Kind of black out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know that feeling. Yeah. Um. And then what was the other part of the question? Um, oh, getting yeah. gigs. Mm-hmm. So I also have had referrals where people are like, oh, she did really good on this project. Um, we want to work with her in this other project. That's happened to me too. So. Okay. Yes. So, Look at everything. So with acting, can you tell me a funny story that's happened on set? Hmm. Okay. So a feature film I'm in called Player. It's on Tubi and I believe Apple TV and Prime Video. Go check it out. It's super good. The girl on the screen. Um, in player, I actually play twins and I don't want to give away the storyline, but I, okay. I play twins mm-hmm. and one of the twins, the main twin is kind of off center, kind of, okay. So I think I was playing, not to toot my own horn, but I think I was playing the role so well that other people on set would be like, are you actually crazy? Like, like what's going on with you, girl? So they was wa- they was kind of watching you with a side eye the whole time on set. Oh, that's crazy! But that <laughs> that says something about your crazy. acting, girl. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that is hilarious. And I was like, no, chill. I'm, I'm very not nice crazy. Person. They're like, <laughs> exactly. That's the exact one. <laughs> if y'all see this, y'all know what I'm talking about. If y'all check watch. her out on that, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to watch that to see just how crazy you got because yes. that's funny. Watch player, watch player. That is so. Funny. That's probably my favorite project I've been in. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, that's what's up. Well, yes. I love that. Y'all gonna have to check her out because I know you've done like multiple projects. And I have. That's a blessing. It is. It is, especially in the season that I'm in now, mm-hmm. where I'm most of my energy goes towards sexy work fitness. Mm-hmm. So even when I get roles now that are just kind of passed to me, I'm like, wow, I'm still acting. I'm still modeling. Cause I'm not, I'm not auditioning. I'm not yeah. going out for these gigs. So and when they come beautiful. to me, I'm like, come on, look at God. Yes. Like, that's abundance. I can right do there. it all. Yeah. You sure yeah. can. And yeah. you are. And mm-hmm. I really love that. Thank and it's, it's exciting to hear your side of film. Mm-hmm. Um, I've only been able to dabble in film just a little bit, but on the back end. So gotcha. I did secretarial work um, for a few projects and being able to see how it's all put together from the other side is yes. interesting too. Um, Definitely. Yeah. Ooh, so much goes into it. So, so much. much. When I tell you <laughs> it's stressful. Ooh-wee. I loved it. I appreciate the blessing that it was, yeah. but it is stressful. Man, it's a lot. That job led to my six-month hiatus. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's what did it. I'm not trying to say it's that negative. <laughs> Honestly, I it I was building to that. Honestly, that whole hiatus was something that God mm-hmm. had me do, right? Because when I initially took the break, it was just supposed to be one month. And oh, then wow. it turned into six months gotcha. because he had me He had me sit still. Mm-hmm. And that's a whole nother episode. <laughs> um. But yeah, so so that experience was definitely exciting. It was hectic. It kept you on your toes. And you make really good relationships, but there's also some negative things on the back end. Um, but I, I really still appreciate the art and yeah. I, and I really had a good time being in the atmosphere for sure. There's definitely some really good moments working in film. It's really beautiful because you see something. So say we're in a movie right now. Mm-hmm. And instead of real life, this is us acting mm-hmm. like we're on a podcast. 
to, to people watching, it's like, oh, they're just talking to each other. It's just a podcast. You don't know behind the scenes. You got a makeup artist touching your face. You got someone like with the boom mic. You got someone with the lights trying right. to adjust. You got a director yelling, cut. You know what I'm saying? There's just yeah. so much, so many moving pieces that go into that capturing that one moment. Yeah. And it really makes you appreciate film in a different way. Mm-hmm. Like, and making just, it feel real. Yeah. 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 That's big. That's sure. awesome. Yeah. So what is your or who is your village? Because I like to say a lot to my listeners and just a lot of people in general when I'm talking about my support system, I say that they're my village. And I feel like having a village, especially purpose-driven people, we need a village. Yes. We need a village. So who is your village? Um, Or what is your village? What is my village? I have to, a few people come to mind. So definitely my boyfriend. Shout out to him. Shout out to Sultan. Shout out, boyfriend. Shout out to him. He has been a rock in my life Mm -hmm. for a while, just as far as like quieting that voice of self-doubt. Love it. Like I said, it's it's a process overcoming these things. So quieting that voice of self-doubt. And another thing people don't talk about, the more you grow, sometimes that voice can get louder. Sometimes people think, oh, when I reach a certain level of success, it's going to go away. I'm going to think I'm perfect. Like, no, it gets louder. It's like, "Mm, do you really deserve this? Or like, you know, like that, Um, that inner critic that's like, "Mm, do you even know what you're doing? That's so real. Yes. Because you have people really watching you now. Yeah. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's, it's game time. Yeah. So he's been a rock. Obviously, my parents, my mom, shout out to my mom. Mm -hmm. She's still in Jersey? Always. Yeah. Yeah. She's in Jersey. But always letting me be me Mm -hmm. i know that might sound crazy but i've never had the experience of like oh my mom wants me to be a doctor my mom wants me to my parents didn't put dreams on me and i'm so grateful so when i spoke my own dreams they could do nothing but support Mm -hmm. and and support with love and intention so i appreciate my parents um i appreciate uh, all my friends oh my goodness my friends like my closest friend shout out to said shout out to dre Shout out to Ferg. Shout out to yes, Bree. Just to name a few. There's so many. Marissa. Um, shout out to all you guys for just being constant. Dylan, for being constant in my life. Although, oh, AJ, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, constant in my life. Even though we don't talk all the time, I know mm-hmm. you guys are there. And that does a lot for your mental health. Like, okay, I'm not alone. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. not alone. So shout out to my village. That's my, that's yes. my village. Yeah, y'all know me. I'm so passionate when it comes to mental health because of the experiences that I've been through Mm -hmm. and it's I've had instances where I really like shut down Mm -hmm. and I went ghost like not intentionally but I know like my friends did not know what was up with me at one point and I think this was honestly maybe right before I launched my business back in 2020 Mm -hmm. um when I had like a launch kind of celebration, like I threw a little brunch with some of my close friends. I got really emotional with them because I thanked them for still being there because they were coming to celebrate me after not speaking for so long. And I didn't have a place to be there in in that relationship, but they gave me grace while I was going through what I was going through. And they didn't make me feel bad at all in that moment. So whenever I have the opportunity to share that grace and that love with someone that's going through it too. I definitely, I do not hesitate. Like Mm -hmm. I have a close friend right now that's going through something and you know, sometimes she'd be apologetic. I'm like, no, you don't need to apologize. It's about your love. It's about your light. It's about your health. And that's all I care about. So the village is crucial. It's so crucial. And, um, to piggyback off that, oh, that's a whole nother conversation. I don't want to. <laughs> we got so much to get through. <laughs> we well, grace. No, yeah. that's huge. Like, 
And I feel like being able to give others grace mm-hmm. stems from, maybe it doesn't, but for me in my journey, it stemmed from learning how to give myself grace. Because there are times where I'm like, ooh, what's wrong? I'm lazy on this. Mm-hmm. No, sis, you're drained. You're yeah. emotionally drained. You're like, there's nothing That's wrong with That's why I turned into six months, sis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's like learning to be gentle with yourself in turn helps you be gentle with mm-hmm. others. And just appreciate that quality when you see it in friends. So shout yeah. out to good friends yeah. who are rocks and who understand our quiet faces. Mm-hmm. And also, I wanted to shout out my professional village too, because not all village, not all of my village is just friendships. So yeah. the people in modeling and acting, that all those industries who have believed in me, mm-hmm. when I didn't believe in myself, I didn't know there was something to believe in. I appreciate y'all because y'all are my village as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And what you said about giving yourself grace to in turn give others grace. Yes. For me, it was the reverse. Really? Absolutely. I gave everybody grace before I give myself grace. Mm-hmm. Um, I realized um, not too long ago that I'm a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. And I just, I'm always that type of person that wants to be there for someone. I want to be that support for someone. I'm filling up everybody else's cup, but I'm empty. Question. Do you see ties to your childhood with that? Because sometimes it, like you had to be like the good girl or like the perfect example. You know what? It's crazy that you mentioned that because yes and no. I never got the expectation mm-hmm. from my family. Like like how I'm saying, like we had a very loving and affirming family as well that were always proud of us, you know, and yeah. all that type of thing. But I think I took it to the point where I wanted to make sure they were always proud of me. Got you. So I kind of made it up in my mind mm. that I had to be perfect. I had to make them proud of me. I had to do the... Um, utmost like above everything yeah just to keep them because I, I I can remember this one example like I would always make sure that I had good grades coming home and there would be one time where I would probably have straight A's I would show that to my dad or something and he would be like oh that's great I'm like that's it <laughs> where's my party like, right what like where the treat at like what's going on and i'm like oh so that's not enough oh so they used to this so i gotta go more you know what i'm saying yeah, like yeah. It, i don't i always used to seek that validation even mm-hmm. when i'm doing great i feel like i wasn't doing enough mm-hmm. and oh my god you're making me you're making me realize some stuff right that's now. good come on clarity <sighs> from friendships and even dating relationships I know I would be doing a lot mm-hmm. and great for that person, but there was always something where I did not feel like enough. I'm not even gonna lie to you right now, and I'm I'm I didn't even think he was gonna talk about this, y'all. But that's my truth, mm-hmm. and I'm dealing with that. Um, I've grown from it for for a few years now. I'm getting better with my people pleasing tendencies. Yeah, um, I'm more to myself these days. Um, I'm more accepting about who I am and what I bring to the table. And I'm not really looking for validation anymore. Um, like for this, that can be tough. Again, like what you were saying, like when you get up in your career, you're trying like that voice inside can get bigger because now you have a reputation. Now you have people looking at you. Now they're expecting you to deliver. Yeah. Um, but for me, it, this was really all about obeying God I love that because, the more I sat on it, the more it hurt. Oof. <laughs> the more I sat on it, the more it hurt. Say that one more time. Somebody needs to hear this. The more I sat on this, the more it hurt. Some of y'all are sitting on some things. Yeah. Sips one. And when I... <laughs> that's a moment. Ooh. 
Because when I tell you that was just literally last year, like yeah. three months, at least three months, I was feeling it so bad. Like, okay, mm-hmm. it's time to do this. Cause he'd been telling me to do that for a year. Wow. Yeah. And so I think in turn with this is actually making me not really lean on validation so much because I'm focused on being obedient. If I'm being real, like I've said this on a couple of episodes, like I might really just be having two listeners right now because Mm -hmm. I'm starting out. This is a territory that I'm not familiar with. right? Right. But I know that I'm doing what he's telling me to do. And I know that if I have at least one or two ears, I did my job. Absolutely. And I have to, I have to, Remind myself of that every time, you know? Yes, for sure. I just want to say I'm so proud of you because that's scary to be obedient. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it can be it can be scary to be obedient to a calling that is out of your comfort zone. You said you don't even enjoy really talking in front of people like that. Yeah. You don't talk in front of people like that. Um, So I'm just really proud of you. Thank you. And I know it's going to inspire other people, people who are listening to this or people who see your journey. As you continue to grow, because you ain't going to stay at two listeners. I mean, come on. It's going to Minimum grow. Minimum come on, y'all. Yes, it is going to grow because um, people need to hear these kinds of conversations. So yeah. I'm proud of you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. I really okay. appreciate that. And I appreciate you making me realize some things today. Yes. I'm, this, it's flowing, y'all. It's flowing. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting real. Look, she asking me questions. It's right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So before I get emotional. Let's talk about sexy work. Let's do it. AKA Coach Star. Okay. She's Miss Najma Shy during the day. But on Friday <laughs> nights, this girl is Coach Star. Yes. Let's talk about sexy work. What's up? Um, where do you want to start? Oh my god. I don't know to start with sexy work. Hold on. Where do you want to So the origins or Yeah, what was the vision? Like, what made you get into that? Because, and I didn't mention this earlier, but me and Najma, we actually met through another friend. Shout out to Savannah, a.k.a. Leo. Yes. Um, when I was called to choreograph something for a project, and that's when I met Man, you. that was a long time ago. That was ago. so long. Was it? I was still in college. We were still in college. It, it, either, either I just graduated. I think I might have just graduated because you probably had like one more year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. What was that, like 2019? Had to, probably, no, earlier than that. It had to be like. Because I graduated in 18. Probably like 17. Lord. It was a while ago. <laughs> Yo. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. That's crazy. Stop. Don't tell him that. <laughs> but, but yeah. So I met oh, you weird. back then just to, you know, do a little dancing. And um, it was a really nice experience to do that. Yeah. But to take it from there, like to think back from when I met you and we were just doing choreography in a small little gym mm-hmm. to now hearing about this whole new fitness brand that you have and starting off in that um, other venue off of Ellsworth Industrial yep. and now moving to Stick Shift. Yes. Shout Alex out to Studios. Stick Shift Fitness. Yes. Um, Where was the vision? When did you see that that was a need? When, Like what was your fitness journey that led you to sexy work? This was another thing. Listen, <laughs> and that's how I know there's a power, a force guide in my life because this was not my intention. If you tell me, <laughs> say that again. If you tell, there's I, this is how I know there's a force guide in my life because this was not my intention. Um, if you told me five years ago I had a twerk fitness class, I'd be like, "Girl, what are you talking about? Like, what?" Um, 
So it kind of stumbled towards me once again. Mm-hmm. I was an assistant for someone else. Shout out to Twerk Tabata, Solera Wellness. Okay. Um, I was an assistant. Have you been to one of her classes? I haven't. They're amazing. I haven't heard about her. They're amazing. I was an assistant for her. And I will say that was my introduction to twerk fitness. Actually, Sammy, you see the connectedness. Sammy crazy. Sammy, Sammy going crazy. The photographer, uh-huh. he told me about her classes because I saw that he did a photo shoot for her. Mm-hmm. And she's a stallion. She tall, whatever. So he's like, yeah, yeah she yeah. actually does, you know, twerk classes. I'm like, twerk class? What? I, we, we didn't have that in Jersey. Yeah. So I'm like, what? Twerk class? So I followed her page. And then eventually, I think me and a couple people I know went to one of her classes. And okay. I, I tore it up. Not to toot my own horn, but I tore it up. You was like, what is this? I tore it up and, and not to go into too many details, but eventually it, um, there was a point where I was her assistant and okay. I was you know, torn with her and helping with classes. And um, eventually she went on to open her own. She has a physical studio now. Okay. Um, so during that process of like her doing her studio thing, opening that, that takes a lot of focus. Yeah. I wasn't really working with her. Okay. Um, so in that hiatus, I wasn't thinking about work fitness. I wasn't thinking about starting my own anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I noticed I had people in my DMs because they were they got so used to seeing me post about it. Yeah. That they're like, they're like, where is that? Where are your classes? Yeah. I'm like, uh, I mean, she's still doing classes. Those, those weren't my class. They're like, no, where are your classes? I was like, What? I never had a class. <laughs> it wasn't my class. Um, but I guess they just appreciated my energy in the room or whatever, um, whatever it was, but they were reaching out to me. And so I was like, hmm, that put a little seed in my mind. Like, okay, maybe I could do something in fitness. I don't know about the work fitness. Cause even still, I was like, what? Like that wasn't on my radar yeah. of something I wanted to do. Um, and then time progressed. And this is probably like a process over a couple years or maybe a whole year. Yeah. I'm in bed one Saturday morning. I'm scrolling on Instagram. And I just see something pop up on my on my screen. Mind you, during this whole year or whatever, my boyfriend's in my ear like, you need to start something. Yeah. You could do something with this. You're sitting on a lot of like money. You're you're sitting on a whole business idea. Uh-huh. Putting that in my ear. But I'm like, that's no, a no, purpose no. partner right there. Yeah. So I'm scrolling. I appreciate that. For real. Shout out to him. Scrolling and I see a, a post for the Loft Atlanta, another gym. It's a free twerk out. I've been there before. I haven't taken their twerk, but I've taken I've taken a couple of classes there and I need to go back. You I should. wanna take their step class. Get down, stay down. Ooh. Shout out to them. Um, so I, I was like, free class. Let me let me see if I even still like twerking. You yeah. Know? <laughs> let me just go and see how I feel in my spirit and my body. Just see if this is something. So I go to the class. I'm enjoying it. The instructor was dope. I'm getting my thing, and I'm like, ooh, like I still got it. Yeah, I still got it. Um, so after class, I'm just networking, like talking to some girls. There's still music playing, so we're still like twerking, mm-hmm. exchanging Instagrams and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they were asking me. They were like, how did you do that move that you were doing? Or like, you know what? What was that thing you did? Like, do, can you teach me that? Like, asking me, like, coming up to I'm not thinking like that wasn't class, the, yeah, coming up to me saying, can you teach me that? Or how'd you do that? Or girl, like, you so lit. Like, can I follow you? That's crazy. And then I sat back. I was like, girl, wait a second. I was like, girl, you got something. <laughs> you like, wait, I can do this. Wait a second. I was like, girl, you would be a fool. I, I would have been it. a fool. This was not something I was like, ooh, plotting on. Like, yeah, ooh, for years. I'm just like, yeah. But I'm that like, light bulb went off. I love it. I had no intention. I'm like, I could do something with this girl. What are you doing? And I was scared. Mm -hmm. I I didn't go into this super confidently. I was scared. But after that class, I kind of went home and my mind was like, it's game time. Mm -hmm. I made my flyer, got my flyer made Mm because I didn't trust my flyer making abilities (laughs) at that point. Got a flyer made and I literally announced my first class, May 14th, 2022. And the rest is history. Period. I love that. That is is definitely the example of taking that leap of faith yeah. right there. Yeah. I really I really like that. And y'all 
for me to have gone to one of the first classes that you had at Artworks, yeah, to see where it has grown is crazy. Yeah. And you just celebrated your first anniversary, yeah, not too long ago. It's coming to it's coming it's up coming to, to, to second, now. yeah, oh, we that's fast, <laughs> but no, literally from. From May 14, 2022, yeah. just in a year's time span, her class is full every freaking Friday, y'all. And that is so impressive. Thank and that you. just shows you that you are doing something that you were supposed to do. Thank you. And and when I first started it, doing a twerk fitness class wasn't enough for me. Like, mm-hmm. I, I didn't know what I was like. I'm like, that's not my purpose. Yeah. Twerk fitness. Yeah. Because when I went into college, I studied communications and I, like I said, I love talking. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm going to be a motivational speaker. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, how can I take this and create something that's never been done before? Look at there. How can I make this something that has never been done before? Mm-hmm. And that's why I be motivationally speaking in my classes. She <laughs> sure does. And, and and with you saying that now, it's, yeah. it's saying how how crazy God works. Yes. Is that he knew that that's what you're supposed to do, mm-hmm. but he just brought the community to you in a different way. Yeah. Who would have thought it would be through twerking? Like, what? Now you know Atlanta going to get together when it comes to twerking. So if Bring you gotta, them in. If you got to get the sisters that like to shake their booty, that's what you got to do. And then speak life into them. And speak life into yeah. them. Because yeah. honestly, I think that is a great combination because it already gets most people out of their comfort zone and gets them in a vulnerable place. Mm -hmm. And so now that they're already in a nice free area, Mm -hmm. you can speak life into them where they'll actually receive it. Yes. Because motivationally speaking in general is wonderful, Mm -hmm. but sometimes the typical seminar isn't always the best way to go about it. Or you're only going to reach a certain demographic that is willing to go into a seminar. But you have all these people that are in the community, Mm -hmm. you know, that might not go to that, might not have money for that, that can go to a twerk class and still get the same thing from their spirit. And I think that that's a great approach. And of course, you're not going to see that every day, which is why her class fills up every Friday. And she be getting on me, y'all, because let's, let's, let's remind Uh y'all. We be we be practicing grace and transparency. <laughs> I don't be there every Friday. She be there sometimes. But <laughs> I love her and I love her class. Yes. And when I can pull up, I will pull up. And I'm pulling up tomorrow. Yes. Yes, I am. And I'm going to try to yes. bring a co-worker of mine. Oh, the one I told you about last week that couldn't make it. Hopefully, she can make it tomorrow. Okay, period. You're going to be there for me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so this, this class is truly amazing. And the next thing that I wanted to ask, like going into the motivational speaking part, Mm -hmm. I want to talk about that affirmation sister circle. Yes. Because that's something that is very sacred in that space. And it's something that's very needed. Mm -hmm. Um, and so when you, when you realize that you were going to combine twerking with motivational speaking, did it just come from a realization? Like you always knew that motivational speaking is what you wanted to do or when you were coming up with the brand did you see something in the community that was missing or both it could be a combination of both i think neither okay that's fair too i think when i created this i was like if i'm going to commit to this it has to be something i care about and i think that's the way i went into into Mm -hmm. it i think um when i say sexy work is my first child it really is Mm -hmm. like that is my heart it's not like, ooh, I'm sitting down with some meticulous, okay, I'm going to create a sisterhood and mm-hmm. it's going to be 
and no, it wasn't like that at all. It was like, no, like one of my top love languages is, word of, is words of affirmation. Yeah. So that naturally came a part of it. Okay. I wasn't setting out to be like, oh yeah, I'm going to make this super empowering. Like, no, yeah. just like, no, this is, this is how I receive love. You're being authentic. Let me yourself. share that. Yeah. yeah so I was like, let me open with affirmations. I haven't seen that done in the class before. Just kind of mm-hmm. trust in my gut. Mm-hmm. And then the sisterhood, I guess, just organically grew out of that, mm-hmm. grew out of that environment of it just not being a, a workout class. Mm-hmm. Cause I will say, I've been to a lot of twerkout classes mm-hmm. and I will shout them out. They're all super fun. You're going to have a good time. Yeah. You're going to get a good workout. The twerk fitness coaches are lit in Atlanta. But it's not sexy work. It's not respectfully. <laughs> it's not sexy work. You're gonna you're gonna have a great time. But that feeling of in, being in that room, yeah. No, like for real, we, it's not we get same. emotional in there. Yeah, like how am I crying in the twerk class? Ask somebody put that in a review. Why am I on the floor crying in the twerk class? Why am I reflecting on my life in the twerk? You yeah. know, because you wouldn't expect it. Yeah, but that's what I appreciate though. You don't really have those necessary bounds Mm -hmm. in your class because this is yours like literally your baby this is how you want to do it how Mm -hmm. it's portrayed from your spirit and that's what I really appreciate because it's beautiful to see the women join a sisterhood that may never have seen each other Mm, before they may never cross paths in this city but they come Friday in their sister's I got people driving two hours. When I when I hear people tell me that they drove two hours, that's amazing. I'm like, okay, let me let me quiet this voice that's telling me I'm not doing enough. Like, mm-hmm. let me, okay, I am walking to my purpose. I am doing something right because sometimes I do have doubts. I'm like, mm-hmm. when you think of empowerment, you don't think twerking, but the way I see it is is being comfortable in your body. I yeah. know how it feels to not feel good in your body. Yeah, I know how it feels to not feel attractive. I know how it feels to want to express yourself sexually, but you have limits on you because you're worried about how you're going to be perceived. Mm-hmm. You're worried about men taking advantage of that. So so I see it as such such more than that. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, we are twerking, but it's so much more than that. Yeah, it's you know? unapologetic. It's, be, it's taking up space. It's being sexy, being yeah. free in a safe space. That's why I stand 10 toes down. 10 toes down. And if this brand continues after I'm no longer here, 10 toes down, the brand will always be women only. For sure. Women only. I love that. Women only. Every other twerk class in Atlanta, you can invite anybody out there. Women only. Mm-hmm. That I feel like that's my calling to mm-hmm. speak to women. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, I love that. Yeah, Ooh, so that's my baby. One thing about Ooh, that's her, my baby. I love sexy work. Sexy work loves you. <laughs> I love it. That's my. Ba- I really feel like I'm talking about my child. That's crazy. Cause you are. Ooh, so like with with sexy work, what I appreciate a lot from your class is your energy and your life. Mm-hmm. because you have girls in there that probably have went through the worst day mm-hmm. and they're coming in hoping that this is something that's going to spark something back into them before they go back home. Absolutely. How do you maintain your energy even on maybe days that might not be the best days? Like, how do you, how do you do that? How are you able to come into that gym and knowing you have to be coach star? Yeah. Despite what you might have been going through. I don't think it ever feels laborious. Um, I think it's like, okay, so Coach Star, Naj Mashai. Mm-hmm. Naj Mashai might be feeling fat <laughs> that mm-hmm. day mm-hmm. And, and don't even want to put on the twerk shorts. Naj Mashai might be on her cycle, feeling a little depressed, PMS, whatever. Mm-hmm. Naj Mashai might have just cried the night before all night, woke up with puffy eyes, 
Najma Shai has all these things. Najma Shai, you know, has a lot going on. Coach Star understands her purpose, understands her duty, understands like, no, this is why I'm doing this. This is it's fueled by such a passion for the purpose mm-hmm. that it doesn't feel like, all right, let me put this away and put on my big girl pants. It just feel it just flows. Yeah. Once I'm in that room and I see these women, it clicks. It's like, oh, this is why I'm here. Yeah. Wait. A Let second. me give these girls a night. Mm-hmm. Let me give these girls the best experience they've had this week. Mm-hmm. Let me give them something to look forward to next week. It kind of just clicks because I understand. Yeah. That's why I'm there. And let me tell you, she's very consistent with that. I have not been to a class, and I think everyone that has been to her class can attest to, she keeps that energy. Like, it's consistent, and it's definitely something to look up to. Um, so, yeah, I really I really love that about that. I Thank really you. love that. And I'm, I'm excited to see where it grows because it has grown exponentially in just such a short amount of time. Yes. It's, it's, it's no telling what you're doing with it in the next. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. There's no limits. Yeah, I'm saying this right now. I welcome all the growth. I welcome all the expansion. I'm open and receptive to. Come on, manifestation. <laughs> open I receptive. love this. Yeah. So, you already kind of released it, but if you feel you know open to saying it a little bit to the people out here, she got her second annual retreat <laughs> coming up. So, ladies, you know, <laughs> listen to what she got to say. Yes. Yeah, so, um, during the first year of business, I was in the room during class and there'd be moments where I do like a short meditation sometimes not every class but there are some classes where I feel compelled to that's another thing I never speak unless it's actually on my heart okay I never do something unless something in my spirit tells Mm -hmm. me it's necessary there are some classes we don't meditate there are some classes I don't give a super long motivational message Mm because I'm not going to force anything people can feel when you're just when it's premeditated yeah Mm -hmm. no no um but just through having all those experiences over the year I'm like whoa I could probably do more of this on a slightly bigger scale. Like, why not take the energy, the healing energy, the sisterhood energy of what we encapsulate in this one and a half hours and make it a whole experience? Yeah. And that's where the idea of the retreat was birthed. And I was like, yeah, let's make it a whole weekend of just pouring into ourselves and connecting as sisters and and being in a new location every year and, and still having a girls' night out class in that new location, just making it a whole vibe. So think of it as girls' night out, but a whole experience, yeah. you know? Um, so that's where that was birthed. So this year, our second annual one, we're going to Las Vegas. Baby. <laughs> We're going to Las Vegas. Last year we went to Miami. It was super fun. This year we're going to Vegas. We're going bigger. We're going better. If you're coming, you're in for a treat. Yeah. I'll say that. Yeah. I can't say too much, but you're in for a treat. It looks so dope. I saw I saw the footage from Miami. I was so sad that I wasn't able to go. (laughs) And I know Las Vegas is gonna be incredible. That I just I can't imagine. You know? And y'all, it's only limited. So if you guys are interested, please make sure you hit her up. We're gonna put her social media and her contact information in the following screens when we're finished but um it's it's just incredible to see where it's gone and i'm always going to root for this girl no matter what um and i'm just so excited about that thank you so i am too yeah before we wrap up i want to check in a little bit more on the mental tip Mm -hmm. um and we've kind of talked about it a little um throughout the interview but you know, I am currently planning the third annual Mental Moves Workshop um, in May, which is something that I've started doing, another calling of mine. Um, and this year we're focusing on Black women. 
And so with that, I want to know, like, where are you as far as your relationship with your mind and your spirit? I know we touched on it, but like really just thinking about that um, for a second and tapping in on what that is for you. Yes. Where am I mentally? I was just having a conversation with two members of my village, two friends mm-hmm. the other day. Because um, I was saying, I asked them a question because I like talking about meaningful things. Um, mm-hmm. I consider myself pretty introverted. So if the conversation is not meaningful, I kind of zone out. Okay. I also think I have undiagnosed ADD, so my mind be elsewhere. <laughs> but if we're talking about something heart anchored uh-huh. and something real, I'm there. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know, on a scale of one to 10, how happy would you say you are in your, your day-to-day life? Mm-hmm. Like, I know we're happy right now sharing this moment, but when you go home, you lay down. Yeah. And I, what's what's your scale? What's your number? How happy are you? Yeah. And then when it came to my turn, I was like, I'm probably like a six or seven right now. Um... I'm happy. I see a lot of amazing things happen for me, happening for me, a lot of expansion opportunities. Mm-hmm. But the anxiety has been a little burdensome. Okay. Um, I don't know. Well, I do know that when you are growing, it feels good, but it can also feel very scary. It's yeah. like, hold on now. Yeah. How far are you taking me, God? Like, you know, am I built for this? Am I ready for this? And, mm-hmm. and just the newness of it all. Is it all going to work out yeah. the way I see it in my vision? You know, so. It's I, that fear. It, that anxiety has been has been um I've been I've been working through that anxiety mm-hmm. and all that all that spoke to me was that it's time to strengthen my faith. It's time to strengthen my faith because for so long it was like a, I gotta do this. I gotta make sure this happened. I gotta make sure that class is packed out. Mm-hmm. I gotta make sure that my birthday class, the Barbie edition I did, mm-hmm, I gotta mm-hmm. make sure my birthday class is super fun. I gotta make sure it's full. Cause that would look crazy if it was my birthday and only five people were in there. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's me, me, me. I got to do this. Yeah. But I'm getting to a place where it's like, it's growing and I can see how big sexy work will be. Mm-hmm. I can't do this alone. Yeah. I need God. No, you can't do it alone. I had a conversation. I was talking to my friend. I was like, I need God. Yeah. <laughs> it is time to strengthen my, my relationship with him. Mm-hmm. If you see any sermons, send them to me. Um, I can't do this alone. It's time to strengthen this faith and work this faith muscle. Faith is a muscle. Mm-hmm. And and it can be scary to just let go and trust, right? It's easy to be like, oh, just let go, let God. That's cute. Just but do you know how that feels? Oh my God. Do you know how that feels? It's so uncomfortable. It's like, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. You don't. That's total trust. Mm-hmm. But I need that. So that's where I am mentally, trusting God. I like how you said a lot about how at first you were I, I, I. Mm-hmm. But now that you're tapped in a little bit more into your purpose and knowing that you need to connect with God a little more, it's not so much I, I, I anymore. Right. It's them. Yeah. And it's him. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what really takes you to that place where you can make that leap. And I, I just think that's beautiful. I really do. So what would you say to the woman on the other side of the screen or listening to us on their speakers? that might need a little bit of reminding or motivation to keep moving on what they have or if they feel stuck? I'll say a lot of things, but I'm going to keep it brief. First things first, if you're someone who deals with anxiety like I do, and I will never be like, oh, I have anxiety. And I probably slip up and say it, but I never want to claim that as part of who I am. I deal with it. And... One thing that's helped me is focusing on the 24 hours in front of me and how can I best handle those 24 hours? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes in your mind, when you deal with anxiety, it's like, I got to figure out my whole life now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Where am I going to live? Where's the money coming from? Where? And it's like, right. oh, don't, sis. Yeah. God willing, will you even be there? You know what I'm saying? Like, so focus on where you are. 
What can I do with the 24 hours in front of me and make it the best possible? Focus on that. And that's so much more digestible. I say have a good village of people. If you hang out with your friends and you feel drained after, cut that off. That might not be. If you feel like your friends judge you or you can't talk to them about real things, you can only talk to them when you're supporting them or making them happy, let that go. Um, If you are sitting on an inkling, something in your spirit that's telling you you need to be doing this, tap into that. Because my purpose has brought me so much happiness. There was an emptiness before. Like there was an emptiness. There was a period before sexy work where I would like I was doing the modeling and people were applauding me, like, oh, you're modeling, you're here, you're there, you're mm-hmm. with the celebrity. And in my spirit, I would post to my close friends, like, <laughs> basically, to sum it up, like I meant for more than this. Yeah. Like, okay, looking cute is one thing, but damn, like yeah. this. Yeah. I want to impact that ain't people. It. Yeah. I want to impact people. I want people to be like, whoa, I'm shy. And, and and when they hear that name, they're like, they feel empowered. Mm-hmm. They, they they remember a message I said or something, not just, oh, she looks sexy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, so, so listen to that inkling because your purpose will fuel so much, so much of who you are. Um, tap in with the source. I'm not here to tell you what religion, um, but tap in with the source higher than yourself, whatever that may be, because we can't do it alone. Yeah. Um, and I would say at the end of the day, it's a choice. I know that sucks to hear sometimes when you're in the pits of a depression and someone tells you it's a choice to be positive. I know that sucks. It's like, girl, move. But it's so true, because if you have a mental framework that's working against you, I don't care what happens outside of you, you'll never win. If your own mind is working against you, your own mind says, I can never be successful. I can never win. I can never be happy. I can never have love. I can never be enough for a partner. I, like You are working against yourself. So at the end of the day, whether it's therapy, whatever those tools are that you need to change your mental framework, invest in that because it'll change your life. Mm. Mm. It'll change your life. I love that. <laughs> Same way she's talking to you, she's talking to me. <laughs> it'll change she's your life. She's talking to me. Seriously. Yeah. That's well, what I, would say. I, I thank you for that. I really do. I know that there's somebody out here that needed to hear that. Mm-hmm. Um, and just one more reminder, we're getting ready for the Mental Moves Workshop and we're focusing on black women this year. Yes. So if you are listening to me, spread the word, go ahead and get ready. I will definitely announce when tickets are available. It's going to be a great opportunity for you to get some more sisterhood and just embrace well-being, acceptance and healing, y'all. Um, so with that being said, I'm just so thankful for you and your time. I'm so happy that I had the opportunity to share you with everybody, um, because she's truly amazing y'all. And I just, I'm just so grateful for this conversation. So thank you so much for joining us. Um, before we go, make sure you tell them how to follow you, how to find you. Awesome. So if you want to tap in, uh, with the modeling and acting aspect of who I am, just more general posts. Follow that's Najma. That's T H A T S N A J M A. All that is on there. If you want to tap in with the sexy sisterhood, follow Sexy Work Fitness. That's yes. S E X Y W E R K Fitness. F I T N E S S N E S S. And I will follow back. So tap in with me, y'all. Um, let's just make 2024 different. Let's make 2024 intentionally mm-hmm. different. Um, it's it's easy to be like, oh, new year, this is gonna be my year. What are you doing differently? Right, right. Let's, is it gonna be your year? Yeah, let's because again, it's a choice. Let's do the uncomfortable things to get to where we know we need to be. Amen. So 
Amen to that. Yay. Well, thank you guys so much. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram as well. It is at my moves move you the letter U LLC on Instagram. And this podcast is available on Apple, Spotify, and the video is on YouTube. So make sure you like, follow, and subscribe. All right. Thank you guys so much. And like I like to conclude all of our episodes, no matter whether you're going through highs or going through lows, just know that I'll be right there with you to keep on moving one step at a time. All right, y'all. I love that. (laughs) Thank you. Cheers to that, girl. Cheers. Look, we about gone with our one. We need some more. (laughs) I'll see you guys later. Bye.